Welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast, brought to you by the team behind BikeRadar.com, Cycling Plus and MBUK magazines. If you enjoy this episode, please subscribe. And if you can do so, leave us a rating on your podcast provider of choice. It really helps us reach other cyclists like you. Hello and welcome to the Bike Radar Podcast. I'm Jack Evans, one of Bike Radar's digital writers. And in this special episode, I'm reporting live from the British Gravel Championships, at the King's Cup Gravel Festival in Suffolk in the east of England. You'll hear interviews with podium finishers in the women's race, Daniel Shrewsbury and Jane Barr, and men's runner-up and Ineos Grenadier, Connor Swift. I also spoke to more gravel Galacticos, including multiple Olympic triathlon gold medalist, Alistair Brownlee, and former World Tour professional, Alex Dowsett. Last and most definitely least, I'll let you know how I got on in the fast and furious 75km race around the King's Forest. But before we begin... Please remember to like, share and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback after listening to the episode, please email us. The address is podcast at bikeradar.com. This is the women's finish. There's a big group, eight or nine riders coming into the finishing circuit here. Um, it's going to be... up already. I can see Jane Barr in second spot. Oh, undertaken on the corner. Shrewsbury shows a chance to panic, to panic. Oh, fantastic corner! Wonderful ride! Look at this sprint! Brilliant, brilliant riding! And a fabulous fight! And that's Danny Shrewsbury for the second. Oh, oh, so close! There was a lunge for the line, and we're not sure who got that. Photo finish needed. So close, having a brilliant... Who got that? I'm not sure, maybe Danny, he was close. Might have nicked maybe it. Danny. Yeah, possibly. Who, who is the rider coming up the Spencer right? Oh, I'm not sure, to be fair. Not sure. I was rooting for Danny. That's amazing after almost three hours of riding, 75 kilometers, comes down to a really, really close sprint. Well done, well done. Hi, so I'm here with uh, two, two top finishers of the women's race. Would you be able to introduce yourselves? I'm Morvan Newman. I'm Jenny Hall, I ride for Techers. How did you get on and how was that finish? Uh, it was hard. I got dropped just kind of about a K to go. There was that wee climb and just ran out of legs, but it was such a good course. It was, yeah, mega. Where did you come in the end? I think I was maybe 10th. So I'm pretty happy with that. I'll take that. Great stuff. Congratulations. Thank you. How, yeah, I think, I think I was 7th overall. Not entirely sure. Um, but yeah, it was absolutely mega. Um, a few bits where it kind of lulled and you kind of want the pace to go up a little bit, but... Um, yeah, it kind of thinned down quite quickly, I'd say. And like, it was actually pretty technical. Yeah, like, yeah. The sandy sections. Oh like, my God. Yeah, the sand, uh-huh. I think your face is, uh, this is obviously on audio, it doesn't translate that well, but your face is, uh, tell, tell a story, because it's quite mucky, isn't it? Yeah. Very mucky. I feel like I'm absolutely covered in it. Yeah, me too. I've just had to like wipe my teeth, because I feel like they're full of mud. Yeah, my bottles kept getting covered in dust. I was like, yeah. mm, nice. What was the intensity like? You must be pretty exhausted. That's almost three and a half hours. Oh my God. Yeah, it was pretty on and off. Like when it was on, it was really on. Yeah. But it, there were some bits which I quite appreciated, where it did back off, and yeah, you could chill out and recover a little. Yeah, I think probably kept it together. Yeah, I think that kept it together as more of a bunch. But then coming through the woods, it just thins it out. Yeah. Fully. Like yeah, so you need to like positions pretty key. 
for the finish as well. Yeah. Definitely. Great. Um, thanks very much for your time. Will you be sticking around for any of the other rides, or are you, is that you done for the weekend? I think I'm staying till tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to stay and watch the men's race and then head off. Who are your tips for the men's race? Uh, well, I've got to back the techers, guys, so I'll go Alec Briggs. Yeah, and I probably should back my boyfriend, so I'll go with, I'll go with Jim Brown. <laughs> Thanks very much. So I'm here with uh, Danny Shrewsbury, last year's winner and this year's uh, second place. Congratulations, Danny. How was Thank the race? Um, yeah, it was, it was good. It was pretty tough. Um, I kind of tried to break things up on the first lap because... It's not really a fun course when you're in a big group. Um, so I think we got it to like like 13 or maybe a few more. And then my aim was just to keep keep it hard um, throughout and just see how many people we could, could be, like pick off, basically, get off the back. Um, but it stayed a group of 13 of us for a while. Um, then I gave it all I could. I, I know that I was one of the strongest there. I felt really good, but I just messed up the last corner coming into the sprint and then... I left it that millisecond too, too late. Yeah, you got uh, over overtook in the in the last corner up up, up the left, and then um, someone came round you um, in in the sprint as well. Was that was that it? Uh, yeah. So uh, the, I think it was the second corner. I went a little too wide. I came in a bit fast, basically, and just yeah. ended up going straight rather than yeah. turning. And Jan's a very good cross rider, so she yeah. got me on the inside and opened up a big gap. And then I kind of I know that I've got a good minute power, so I just head down and went and you know just a little bit too late but did you see uh Sian reeves coming up to the right of you or had you, had you not were you not looking that way in the sprint uh to be honest you're just like head down yeah. like i'd she um Dan had her teammate on the front so then i was next to her so i i was in the wind the whole time so i just tried to go early um sometimes it works but sometimes it doesn't so you know never mind <laughs> and you're on the uh factor ostro gravel how did that ride today and any did you make any interesting tech choices? Um, well, I had a bottom bracket change at the start line this morning. Um, I, uh, yeah, I was doing Raiders gravel and, and yeah, I needed a new bottom bracket so that Fires Velo kindly came and sorted me out. Um, but How I mean, long before the race was that? Um, 7 a.m., so an hour before the pen. Um, you know, fresh bottom bracket, can't, can't complain. But that felt good though. Yeah, it was lovely, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that bike is on the flat is where it performs the best. So to be honest, I took advantage of that on, on the flat sections and opened it up. So you've got uh, Schwalbe G1 tyres. What, what width are those? Uh, they're 40s. Yeah. I rate them a lot. I've, I've run like gravel. Honestly, it's a big tyre game. I've experimented with about six different brands, but they are my favourite so far. And I'll probably run them for worlds, to be honest. And then what? You've got a one bar. Oh, you've got two, two bar. bar. Was that important having the, the extra range? To be honest, I probably could have had the one by big chain ring here. You, like I didn't go into the little ring once. Um, you don't need it on this course, but I tried one bar before. But I like to. But I like to turn quite a big gear and I, I find myself spinning out so I went for chunkier one on the front. Great, thanks very much. Uh, we won't keep any longer but um, yeah, thanks for your time. No that. worries, thanks very much. So I'm here with uh, Connor Swift, um, Ineos Grenadiers. Yeah, that's right, yeah, obviously uh, just thought a bit of gap in the calendar. I was at home and seeing that there was a gravel race on, so I thought I'd enter it. And yeah, same again this time round. Uh, just entered it last week, and uh, yeah, a bit of fun and a good, uh, good, 
good training well, session, if anything. What are your expectations for the day? Uh, I've heard that the course is pretty fast. I'm going into it a bit blind. I didn't get to do the recce lap yesterday. But, uh, but yeah, I think obviously it's fast. There's a few wide sections, so I think uh, the group can ride together quite easily. Um, so yeah, it might be hard to go clear early on, but hopefully there's sections where you can whittle down the group and then yeah we'll have to wait and see because I think it was last year there was a sprint between nine guys or so it seems quite a tough uh, little uphill sprint so that suits me um, and yeah just try and make the race hard basically in your Trobro lay on wins in the past um, how, how, how are you going to use those tactics compared to today yeah I think it's just a case of just not letting everyone, anyone have a free ride you know Put the pressure on uh, in, in sections where you can, you know, if it's, there's a little single trap bit or something like that, where no one can get uh, save energy in the wheels. I think that's important. And, and yeah, just test people's ability if there is a bit of a techie section. Um, and yeah, just keep the pressure on, you know, that, that suits me. If it's a hard, the harder it is, the better it is for me, you know, given the fact that it's not a very long race. Uh, yeah, 70, 70 odd K, it's kind of like an extended cyclocross race. Um, would have liked it to be a bit longer, but uh, you know, can't can't pick and choose. But uh, it's still just yeah, great that this event's on and been able to race today. Which bike will you be riding? And any interesting uh, tech choices on it? I uh, got Pinarello Gravel. Uh, just recently got some Princeton um, gravel gravel wheels for that, so that's a nice little cheeky upgrade. Uh, Continental tyres, which are pretty fast, and yeah, I've been out on the terrace speeds, yeah, 45 millimeter. I mean, I've been out on the road with those, and yeah, so so fast. So uh, super happy with those, and and yeah, the, the bike looks amazing, and really happy with that. Are you riding uh, mountain bike or road pedals? Uh, road pedals, yeah. Just yeah, obviously coming from the road, just feels nice having the same shoes and everything like that. Hopefully not be unclipping today, so uh, yeah, it makes sense. It's quite a short race, as you said, but it's quite hot today. So how, what's your fueling and hydration strategy going to be? Yeah, I think it's quite key just to make sure you don't overheat. So yeah, I'll make sure I've got a quite a breathable race suit on. Uh, drank plenty of water this morning. Uh, and then yeah, just maybe I'll... I'll start with two bottles. I might ask the, the wife to uh, give us a third one, but yeah, we'll wait and see. With some carb mix in, or will you just be on water? Yeah, yeah, there'll be carb mix. Uh, not not too much, just given the heat, but um, a bit of carb mix and a few gels in the pocket should be, should be fine. Great, thanks for your time, Connor. Cheers. Yeah, I, I'm here with uh, Joe Labrick, member of the Ribble Collective and former uh, road professional. Um, Joe, what are you uh, riding here today? Um, today I am riding King's Cup, which is, well, aka the British National Gravel Championships. And what bike have you chosen for the day? Um, I'm on my Ribble Gravel bike. It's a relatively, it's a relatively stock bike, actually. There's a few little custom bits in there, but, um, I mean, it's the shortest gravel race I've done all year. It's only, I think it's going to be like two, two and a half hours long. So I've scrapped the bar bag, uh, sorry, the, the saddle bag and yeah, like, at the end of the day, it doesn't seem, I haven't ridden the course yet, let's say, but it doesn't seem overly complicated. I've got road pedals on it. I'll ride road shoes, just cross my fingers and see what happens, hoping for a fast day. What was the thinking behind the, the road pedals? I think you've got some Shimano Durace pedals on there. Um, the main thinking was power transfer. Like I've, um, I've raced a lot in the States this year and all the top guys on gravel in the States and the top guys in Europe are favoring road pedals over mountain bike pedals. Um, unless it's stupidly technical, you can actually get away with road pedals and the power transfer is so superior. Um, last year this finished in a sprint, like I, I won't win a sprint either way and this year it won't finish in a sprint because Connor Swift's probably going to win by 10 minutes. Um, 
But if it does come down to it, it kind of allows you to get out of trouble. And if the course doesn't need mountain bike pedals, why lose the power? It's, it's a fair bit shorter, as you said, than some of the US gravel races, but still at 75 kilometres. So what, what average speed are you thinking for today? Honestly, no idea. Because I, I haven't been in the forest yet, I don't know how fast uh, it's going to ride. I haven't seen the circuit. Um, but I imagine, well, I just spoke to Dowsett and he said last year it was around the 20 mile an hour mark. Um, it'll be faster this year, almost guaranteed. Gravel's getting faster and faster every year. Um, conditions are nice. So, and we're Swifty out front. Like, I used to race with him on Madison and he was very good then. And Ineos haven't made him worse, have they? Um, what um, predictions do you have for yourself? What are you aiming for today, Joe? Um, no idea. Like, I'd like a top 10. Like, that's kind of my target, but my fitness has been all over the shop trying to balance like three or four different disciplines like running the whole privateer thing in year one there's there's a lot of things kind of coming into it it's my last race of the year so but it's nationals like everyone wants to win nationals and i mean we've all seen crazy winners well the aforementioned connor swift nobody saw he, him to win road nationals a few years back so yeah just fingers crossed and one day race anything can happen and um, what what what's what's it about the King's Cup that makes you want to do it as your last race of the year? Um, to be honest, it was mainly because it was national championships. Um, like I, a big percentage of my calendar now is in the gravel world, and I can't really say no to nationals. Like to Ribble, just to be here as a brand and potentially to win, um, it's so important. Um, and also, it looks like a cool event. Like I've been here maybe only half an hour, but there's like the community here seems pretty good. There's like there seems to be a beer tank, coffee, everything. So. I think it'd be a good day out as well. Great, all the best, Joe, and thanks for your time. Cheers. So I'm here with Alex Dalsit, former World Tour professional, um, winner at the stage winner at the Giro d'Italia and Volta Spagna. As no. As... no, 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 Volta. No, you're good. You're good. Sorry, sorry, no, start this two, again. two, um, two zeros. Two zeros. Yeah. Apologies, they did actually read that out earlier, didn't they? <laughs> sorry for that. But yeah, former hour record holder, now gravel racer. Um, well, today, today we're a gravel racer. <laughs> Is it just for today? No, it's, I do uh, time to time. Um, if there's something fun to do, I'll do it. Um, I did the Gralock, did uh, Grip Fest, and this is very close for me. So, I, um, yeah, and uh, yeah, a few of the guys I work with have gravel um, goals, no pins, fellow 14 specialized. So it's um, yeah, it's all part of kind of what I'm doing this year. But also, just it's the most bike racing seems to be the most fun way to stay fit. Yeah, I, I can certainly agree. Um, and um, what are your expectations for today? What, how, do you ex how do you expect the tactics uh, to play out? I don't know. Um, I'm so inexperienced that I'm just going to go with it. I hear it's chaos off the start. And then, so I will try and join that chaos. Um, hopefully it can't be worse than a World Tour lead out, but it might be. Um, and try and hang on, really. Uh, there's some strong guys here. Um, yeah, Connor Swift, Cameron Mason, yeah, Jacob Vaughan, last year's winner. Yeah, yeah, uh, Brownlee, Tom Cousins. I, yeah, there's some real big hitters. So try and hang on to them, get the majority of the race done, focus on the fueling, and then uh, see what happens in the kind of the business end. Um, yeah, it's quite warm, which I'm a bit nervous about being uh, faint skin. But you've got a um, sort of some kind of hydration bladder on. Yeah, you? yeah, I kind of didn't want to rely on bottles being handed out because I'm not my. Two-year-old's not very adept at handing up bottles just yet. Um, so, uh, kind of just making sure I'm self-sufficient. I'm going to see if I can bin the backpack once I'm done with everything in it. I chuck it in the pit zone or something, if that's allowed. Um, and then 
and then I'm going to, um, yeah, one bottle on the bike and should be good for the last lap. What kind of um, bike are you riding and have you made any interesting tack choices for today? <laughs> no, no. It is an off-the-peg size 56 medium specialised diverge expert. In a very fetching uh, blue paint job. Yeah, with ass. like white flecks in it and some stickers that my daughter put on as well. There, there is... It's a, it's a very special bike, there, but there is precisely nothing special about it for me, except for a Silka Garmin mount. And um, you've got a file tread tyre on there. What um, what tyres have you chosen for today? Those are the tyres that came on the bike, the Specialised Pathfinders, which I hear on, I, on very authoritative opinion are very good, so I just left them there. So um, you should be fine today? Yeah, there's 31 PSI in the back, there's 28 PSI in the front, if that's what the if the pump is correct and um you know i've given him a squidge and it feels all right great stuff well i hope you enjoyed today and um yeah get on well but um, yeah thanks very much for your time <laughs> thank you well, i'm here with alistair brownlee um a triathlon olympian turned gravel racer how was that alistair yeah well it was a bit frustrating really because um yeah i got punctured about half around the first lap and I think it was, yeah, because I was trying to get up the outside, maybe rode through some forms, I don't know, but it sealed, and it must have sealed at about 10 PSI. Or, anyway, it was too low to kind of get round the race properly on. And um, so I'm just looking out for me. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy I've come with, my mate, Graham Joseph, so I was trying to see him. Uh, but anyway, I, um, yeah, so I punctured, and I got back round the end of the first lap. Um, kind of at the front of the group there to try and get in and change my front change my front wheel to my spare that I had and then rode really basically as hard as I could to get back on and by the time I caught the um, just the back of the the main group um, after riding through a bunch of people uh, giving me turns thankfully um, it was six guys has gone off the front and that the race was kind of over so it was a bit frustrating yeah, how did you um, find the conditions? It's quite there's, there's, it's quite a mixed course. There's some single track, hard stuff, sand. Conditions are good to be honest. I, I like the I like this course. I did it a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, there's a combination of gravel roads, like single track, I guess you'd call it. Bits of sand, bits through the forest, tire tracks. Yeah, it's nice. I like it. And how does it compare to some of the other gravel races you've done here and abroad? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is kind of unique, this. Um, yeah, it's very dry. I think it's a great location. Multi-laps, you know, doesn't necessarily feel like gravel, but it, I think it works. I think it's good. Um, yeah, and it's, I guess it's different in that some of the other gravel races I've done are in big, open, middle of nowhere, so where like the Gralic is, and I did Raiders a few weeks ago. There are events where you you very quickly in rural parts of Scotland on gravel roads, whereas this is in a, a forest park. So yeah, I guess that's the difference, but it's it's just good, hard, safe racing, which I like. Yeah. And how's gravel racing fitting into your plans these days? Well, I am um, obviously still racing as a triathlete. I haven't raced that much this year because of injury, but I'm about to do quite a bit. Um, but yeah, really, I've uh, been a, an athlete, a swimmer, cyclist, runner, triathlete since I was about eight years old. So, uh, and love love being competitive, and I just love racing, really. I uh, and and now I've got a bit more opportunity since I'm not kind of chasing the the Olympics, as it were, as a goal. I've got a bit more opportunity to have a bit more space in the calendar, which is really cool because I've got the time to do stuff like this, which um, which is great. It's what I've always wanted to do, and I'm going to do more and more hopefully over the next few years. We're looking at your gleaming BMC behind you. It's just uh, been through the, the, the Fenix uh, bike wash. Um, 
Can you tell us about your bike and your tech choices for today? Yeah, um, it's a BMC. It's called a Chaos frame. Yeah, BMC Chaos, the, the gravel frame. Awesome bike. It uh, looks super cool. Um, really like it. Um, with the Aero Road handlebars on, actually, which are kind of splayed anyway. What, what width are those? Uh, I think they're 38. Yeah. Narrow. Got a bit more uh, splayed wide at the bottom, which is good. Works for me. Um, SRAM. SRAM Red Group Set. So I've got a force cassette on with a 10-36 ratio. Okay, quite um, a tight one for gravel. Yeah, well, I um, you can see actually I've got another wheel there, which was my spare wheel, which I've used in for other stuff. That's got uh, the big ratio, which I think is a 44 or 46 maybe. So you can have a look for that. So yeah, these big Explorer cassettes. This is one of the That is a dinner plate yeah. for the cassette, yeah. 44. Uh, and so that's like a wheel that I've used for other gravel events. So you've got a bit of a range, but it was faster, you know, I think the average yeah. speed would have been, I don't know, 35, 36k an hour. So yeah. you don't really need, with an almost zero climbing, so you don't need the range. Um, 38 on the front, so small, but with a 38.10, it's always giving me the range for even the fastest bits I've found. Um, yeah, SRAM levers, or SRAM group, red apart from that. Uh, zip those, these 303 S wheels, which are just super robust. Uh, which is the main thing i think for gravel you know you can use some of the other wheels but these wheels are just a great all-round all-round wheel um physics saddle yeah which is cool they're 3d printed saddles uh yeah they're 3d printed i don't know what that model's called but i really like it yeah the argo argo yeah argo adaptive yeah i really i like the 3d printed saddle for um it just seems to give you a bit more cushioning for the off-road stuff i haven't had any problems with it even riding on some pretty rough rides and stuff, so really enjoyed it. Um, their difference with today is um, I went for narrower tyres because it was a faster course without liners in, and normally, well, you can see the spare wheel in this wheel that I put in, I've got 45s on with pretty chunky liners in, which I think is... So you've got Conti Terra Speeds, are they both Conti Terra Speeds? They're both Conti Terra Speeds, but I'm not sponsored by Conti, so I won't talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, but no, I rode thicker tyres in the past with um, with uh, rim packs, I think, in them. So, which I do think reduces. But I thought because it wasn't particularly slaty today, I wanted to go narrow tyres to be a bit faster. Um, what were these? Uh, I started with 40s on, so my backs are 40, but then this the spares are 45. And so that's why I went a bit narrower for that. And um, you rode um, SPD pedals, whereas some um, of the top riders today chose road pedals. Is, is there any sort of reason for that? Yeah, I mean, I would. I do, I do obviously all my riding on road pedals normally uh, speed plays. Yeah. I was just, I mean, and I thought about it because there's zero need actually to. I saw some people unclip on corners, but I don't think there's any need to unclip on any of the corners to get your foot down. Uh, I just wanted to be really easy to get in. I knew I wasn't going to be very quick off the start. I'm too slow, too old and slow, too much long distance training. Uh, so I wanted to give myself every advantage to get off the start quick. And I thought SPDs would be better for that. But yeah, I think, um, I mean, to be honest, unless you think you're going to walk, I would ride road shoes a bit more comfortable. Um, the only thing you've got to watch out for on really longer, tougher gravels is, yeah, if you wear, use a really stiff shoe, your feet can get beaten up a bit. And I, I find that, so I'd um, yeah, warn people that. I've got a Wahoo head unit that 
normally in the gravel races I'll have a course in to show me where I'm going, but I don't need that here. <laughs> it's only 15 you get used k to it after, after three <laughs> yeah. laps, don't you? <laughs> um, and yeah, just to show me, so on my, uh, I guess you know, I'm not really looking at the power or anything, but when I was riding on my own for most of that, most of that lap, I was trying to ride, I guess, to a power and you could ride that for an hour if I needed to. Have you had a look at some of the stats um, from today, sort of average power, normalised power? Uh, I have a look at the stats of some stuff. It's a bit messed up because I warmed up before. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there's 30 minutes in there at 337, so 60 minutes at 328. What, what's <laughs> that compared to your, your threshold? Uh, I... Gravel's different because you don't really tend to get the power because it's more on off. So it's hard to actually don't know how to compare it per se on gravel, but I would yeah, my threshold is at the moment it's high 300, near 400 for an hour to yeah. So yeah, that's not sort of around critical power actually, isn't it? For, for yeah, so well, a bit but yeah, 60. Yeah. I mean again I think from my experience is that you never get the really high power values in gravel you would on the road because you're not on and off the power but yeah i don't know if i have to say i'm not looked into it but yeah it, it was a two i think did it end up at two hours ten or something for the whole race yeah, yeah two I, I read two bottles as well um they're, seven, they're 750 mil which i think i could have done with i think mine were a bit small but yeah i yeah. mean to be honest i went through both of those they both had uh, 60 grams of carbs in, and I was running out. Or I could have done with more water on the yeah. last lap. Yeah. yeah. Is that the um, OT supercarbs you've got in there, is it? Uh, I didn't actually. Yeah, I did use supercarbs. Yeah, yeah. That, is it the natural flavour uh -huh. supercarbs? Yeah. Um, well, well um, thanks very much for your time, Alistair. Um, will you be racing any more gravel this year, or is it sort of triathlon? Uh, hopefully, I've got a few bit of triathlon to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, to be honest, I would really like to do some of the big American gravel races, so maybe uh, Unbound next year in June. But hopefully get some triathlon racing in in October and November. Great, look out for you there. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much. much. Thank you. Hi, so I'm here with um, third place finisher in the women's race. Uh, congratulations. Um, please could you introduce yourself to the Bike Radar podcast? Hi, I'm Jane Barr. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm in race for Velocity 44 RT. And um, how um, how did you find the race today? Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, it was pretty tough. Yeah. Five laps, um, really tactical. It's a fast course um, with like single tracks that was definitely important during the race. Um, so definitely positioning was key. Um, but yeah, just all around tough race. You um you had quite an an, an early start with um, an eight thirty start, but was it was um, hydration still really important because the temperature started rising? Yeah, I think regardless of the start time, um you know your fueling and, and hydration is always key, um and yeah you just have to keep on top of it, um or it's it just slowly catches up with you and then it's too late. How, how did um your race uh, play out? There was quite um, a large group of women that came into the finish. Yeah, so it was it was a bit of a war of attrition um, for the full race, and it was you know just the group was just getting smaller and smaller, um, just little gaps every so often where it was maybe a single track or a bit um, more more lined out, um, but yeah, it just positioning was key in the last like couple of k's of the race, uh, and then it was a sprint finish. Did you? Um, how did you sprint for the podium? 
Yeah, so I, ca I came into the arena in third uh, and I just, that was, that's where I finished. I held, held my position and it was the longest hundred metres of my life. <laughs> Yeah. Um, how did how did the bike fair? You've got a live uh, devote here. Yeah, the bike is awesome. Um, I just uh, I got it the in May, um, and it's just it's brilliant. I've just for this race I just upgraded to the the Kdex um, AR35 wheels, uh, and they were just awesome today. Did they um, help you um, with speed? Because it was yes. a really really high average. Pace yeah, yeah, races. they've got they're just like instant instant power instant like drive on them and um just uh, they were just so smooth and they, they handled really well uh, just yeah love them love them already <laughs> um you've also got um kdex and ties on how yes. did how did they fare yeah. in the fast conditions yeah love them um they're they're grippy side like side um knobs but like super fast rolling um and just just handle like a dream and just with the kid the the kdx wheels entire combination is just awesome yeah which um pressure did you go for um front and rear yeah so uh front uh, 23 psi and a uh, rear 25 psi wow that's um that, that's really low but how did that help you with um grip in some of the looser sections yeah loads of grip but, but like not i wouldn't say it was super low for me um but i just think if it's if it's too hard then um, it can become like a, it's really tough in your body, the vibration coming through, you know, some of the, the sections were a wee bit rough. Um, so yeah, just yeah, finding the right tyre pressure, I think is key in gravel. But yeah, it didn't have any any hassles with the corners. So it was, yeah, it was no punctures either? Nope, nope, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and how, how did your um, gearing work and, um, was, was that a good good choice? Yeah. No spinning out or anything. No, no. Um, so I've got the the SRAM uh, force axis on there. Um, uh, it's got a double chain ring at the front, but I didn't even I didn't come down into the single because there's there's not really any climbs in this course. Um, so worked out awesome. Yeah. And um, that, that's got a quark power meter, doesn't it? We no no power meter. Uh, pedals. Oh, the, power the meter. The yeah. Garmin. Circuit. What are they? Garmin rally pedals. Yeah, yeah. Were you tracking power or keeping? No, on? no. Just going. There was no time to look at the power. Um. Yeah, it's um. You don't often. I don't suppose you're looking at the, at the bike piece very no, much. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> and um, have you um? Is there anything you think you might have changed for for like next time or? No. no? Um. As I say, I just got the the Kdex AR35 wheels on there. Um. I might. The only other things I would upgrade is like, um, got handlebars, KDX handlebars and stem, but that the bike as it is is, is pretty perfect. Great stuff. And um, any more gravel races on the calendar? Yeah, I'm off to Worlds uh, start of October, so in Italy. So you re who, who are you representing in that? GB. GB. Oh. Yeah. Well, um, congratulations for making the squad and uh, all the best for those in in Italy, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we'll look out, look out for that. Thank you. Cool. Thanks very much for your time. Thank you. Oof, that was a hard two and a half hours. That's probably the hardest I've ridden continuously for two and a half hours. Um, that was, yeah, just over 75 kilometres. I think I averaged 155 beats per minute. Didn't have a power meter on, but I imagine that would have been through the roof as well. Um, 
the start was predictably rapid. Um, the quickest riders disappeared into a cloud of dust. It's quite dry here in the King's Forest. Um, I managed to get myself in a decent group. We're pulling through and off. Um, fortunately, on a quite a bumpy corner, I dro dropped the chain for the first of three times, which particularly the third time was frustrating, but I managed to. I was solo for um, much of the rest of the um, next four laps, but um, did manage to finish quite strongly. Picked off a um, few, picked off a few riders on the last lap and uh, on my first lap, um, Connor Swift and Joe Blackmore, who were the top two for the men's came past. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't see the uh, Joe Blackmore winning the sprint, but um, that was another really thrilling finish actually, because the, the women's came down to a sprint as well. Um, yeah, that was really really great fun. Um, I think my tyre pressure was probably probably a bit high, um, even at 35 mil. Um, need to get more used to this gravel game, but I heard people talking about sort of 28 mil, uh, 28 uh, psi, 20, 28 psi rather. Um, that, that said, there were quite a few punctures I saw, maybe from the lower pressures on the stony flints with, that, that, that there are in the forest, as well as the sand and um, some hard pack. So it's a very mixed course, but I didn't I didn't puncture, but I did feel pretty battered, um, battered about by the by the bumpiness. Um, I was on my uh, Canyon Grail AL, which, being an aluminium frame, a trusty um, trusty alloy frames, maybe not the most compliant, but it was a it was a great fun ride and. Um, um, I'll definitely, definitely be back for more, for more gravel racing. Thank you for listening to the Bike Radar podcast. If you did enjoy this podcast, please remember to leave us a review or rating on your favourite podcast provider. And if you've got any feedback on anything we can improve, please drop us an email. The address is podcast at bikeradar.com. Thanks again for listening and speak soon. Thanks for listening to the Bike Radar podcast. If you've not done so already, please subscribe and share with your friends or leave us a rating if you've enjoyed this episode.